believe it's that. Yeah. Hello, hello. Welcome to uh, episode three of the Hasbro Show. Today we'll, we will be doing a uh, round special. Yep, a little Browns ramble for you guys. <laughs> Sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is the two girls, one cup analysis. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's get to the uh, free agency news. Okay. Yeah, so off the bat, we lost Pryor and gained Kenny Britt. What do you uh, think about that? First of all, I, I know I may be in the minority here. Like, I... If Terrell Pryor has anybody to blame for not being a Cleveland Brown, it's the Rose Nose. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's the brother. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? That His agent. Yeah, I mean, his agent wasn't going to settle for... Uh, the Browns were offering a multi-year contract. They offered him correct. essentially the same deal as Kenny Britt, and he turned it down. And you know what? You turned down $17 million guaranteed, and you come crawling back, I'm not going to give you that and same what deal. And was, was it two or three years? Uh, I think it was, it was a Kenny Britt deal, four years. Oh, okay. Seventeen million guaranteed. Like it, you see, I think that what he wanted to do was a more of a bet on himself thing because if he posted more thousand, I know, but seasons, isn't that risky for a guy that transitioned to wide receiver and had oh, one oh, good definitely, season? Definitely. And don't get me wrong, I wanted the Browns to resign him. I, I'm bummed, mm. but at the end of the day, we got Kenny Britt, who had like identical numbers as prior last year, with no quarterback too. I mean, I know our situation is, you know, yeah, abysmal. But yeah, he's got only Jared Goff. Yeah, uh, it's. 68 catches, what do you have? Like, you know, 1,002 yards, yeah, just 6 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah it, it's, he averages 15.8 yards per catch in his career. I'm fine with it. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, personally, just from the games I've seen of Kenny Britt, I don't know if he's the type of wide receiver that the Browns will put into their offense, but I think if uh, this is the season that Coleman actually develops more, I think that they could really be a good duo yeah, with one Coleman, another. Coleman, the one, performing mm-hmm. like one, and Kenny Britt at the two. I think that's See, I think ideal. I think Coleman's eventually going to slip into that two or potentially a slot guy just because simply because of his size. Because it's tough. There's very limited. There's, of course, the Antonio Browns out there, the shorter guys that are like really good receivers, but I don't know if I see that yet in Coleman. I think right now you stick him at the two. You know, I, I, I kind of disagree. I think I think Coleman is ready. You think, if you think he's healthy, full speed ahead. Yeah, I know that's a big if. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, I think he's a thousand yard receiver next year. Okay. I know it's a bold prediction, but like, I I don't see why not. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he look at when you see him shake Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, he, he, definitely, he definitely has. I mean, the he time. has it. He has yeah. the it factor. He just had a little trouble getting separation. Last I don't think year he was a hundred percent the yeah, entire season. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, you know, and, and that sucks. But we'll get to see him this year. Hopefully, mm-hmm. entirely healthy and. You know, that how exciting was that first day of free agency, though? Oh, uh, yeah, I, the Browns I, you know, just went off with their money. Yeah, I mean, we got um, J.C. Treader. Mm-hmm. You know, Fill up that center position. Started seven games with the Packers last year. Finally, no Cam Irving. Yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. <laughs> I mean, even if, I hope he's not even on the roster. I'll be I, disappointed. I would not be disappointed if he's... Just there for depth. Now he has guys that could teach him, but... <laughs> teach him but, what? How to play the, football? Yeah, how to actually block... <laughs> I mean, but, he's. Uh, I mean, we were, we were talking earlier about how many times RG three got hit almost thirty times. I mean, he got he hit. He got sacked twenty two times, lost one hundred thirty eight yards. I mean, that's. Yeah. And he started five games. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Games. And <laughs> played portions of two of those, like, mm-hmm. incredible. And hopefully, the shoulder. next guy, Kevin Zeitler, will. Uh, you know, help us out with that. You know, we got him from the Bengals. He's uh, gonna come in. Yeah, and also a really big uh, deal for that us. really big deal that got undermined by the Browns fans was the fact that they re-signed uh, Joel Batonio to a monster contract. Was yeah, holding five, him for five six, years. I think six. No, years. five years, okay. fifty-one and a half million. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, you have at right guard. 
you have Zeitler mm-hmm. at left guard, you have Batonio at left tackle, you have Joe Thomas. What do you think about right tackle? <sighs> right tackle right now is still a big hole. I think that they could either try to address that uh, early in the, like maybe the second, third round, maybe get a guy like Pochich. How would you feel about Sean Coleman potentially switching to right tackle? You see, that's a... It's a big switch. It's not easy for everybody, but... No, but he can't handle it any worse than Cam Irving. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's really just going to come down to a camp battle. Whoever really just shows up and uh, fits nice with the rest of that line, yeah, it's just definitely going to get the job. But right now, it's a big question mark. But it's not one that I think is going to hold back the Browns. Let's get to the big trade, which, I mean, I... So I got the alert on my phone, and I was like, oh my god, like, we, we got Brock Osweiler. And I, I, I immediately reacted, and I didn't think, I didn't even look into the details yeah, what, of the trade. I just saw we got Brock Osweiler, mm. and I, I just started internally screaming. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, this is one of the first times that you see that NBA-style yeah, trade in the that, NFL. because that never happens in the NFL, so mm-hmm. how am I yeah, supposed to expect that Yeah, they basically just bought the, the second-round pick next year, and now they have three next season and with without a potential trade, which we will talk about later. You see, like, the Browns were trying to shop, like... Osweiler in a fifth for a third. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. I was going to say, there's no way. Apparently, apparently, they've been getting some calls, but I don't know how much truth there is behind that. Probably lowballing mm-hmm. the, you know what, out of them. Like, yeah. my God. There's no way. There's no mm-hmm. way. But I mean, would. Would you be mad if they ship him off for like a fourth or fifth rounder? I mean, no. Exactly. I, so. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'd pay like. I'd pay $4 million of a salary next year for like a fourth and third. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or I'd pay $8 million of a salary for a third. Are you, can you do that through contract? Uh, via trade, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can agree, to, I think you can agree like to, to eat to, a certain portion of mm-hmm. the deal with the team. Um, at least I hope so. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's teams like the Jets right now that are still looking, they're potentially talking to Jay Cutler, but I, I don't know who would want to make that decision for themselves the right uh, now. Well, like, they don't have... They don't want to sign Fitz, and I don't think they want to yeah, sign Gino. And, they, and I was going to say, they yeah, need a bridge. they're letting Geno Smith they need just a bridge. talk to people. And but take, I got I have to time. ask you about um, something you said to me via text, mm-hmm. that you would be fine with Osweiler as a backup next year rather than drafting a quarterback. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah, I truly believe that. A uh, backup to Cody Kessler. Yeah. $60 million backup. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's not ideal, but it's just literally for this one season. And they knew that going into the trade that they did, that they were going to have to eat up his contract. Well, they so. say they're going to cut him if they don't trade him. Though. I mean, yeah, it is. yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's not the end of the world right now. I mean, who else would be a better backup on the roster right now? A quarterback acquired in the draft that can sit behind Cody Kessler. That's true, but I mean, I don't think that you want to reach on a guy. I he mean, provides more upside than a guy that had twenty nine fifty seven last year for fifteen and sixteen. Was sacked twenty seven times for two oh six. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he had a good season last year. I'm saying that he put up backup numbers. He backed up Peyton Manning, led him to the Super Bowl. He didn't lead uh, them to the Super Bowl. No, no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like they yeah. got there. I mean, he's a capable backup, and he proved that. I thought. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I mean, I agree. The contract what I is saw too last much, season I was think incredibly bad. And what they've said is. Uh, Cody Kessler, you know how I feel about him. Uh, I really don't think he's as bad as people say. I know he doesn't have a cannon. He's not going to be hitting those 20-plus yard passes on like a usual occasion. But he's a very... I think he's just a valid quarterback. I think he'll lead their offense to a couple wins. I mean, 
they're moving to towards a run first offense with this offensive line that they're building right now. They're building a wall similar to the Cowboys, and I think that they're really going to try and switch their offensive line like that and their whole play. Dak Prescott wasn't asked to do that much as a rookie. He was just asked to do the short rest. Yeah, more, but he, no. he performed yeah, yeah. at an elite level, and he granted he was elite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not trying to, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to slant him whatsoever. But I think that the way that he fit into the offense is something similar that Cody Kessler could If Brock Osweiler were to start 16 games behind the, the Browns as they stand right now, this is without the draft, so mm-hmm. I'm saying okay. right now. Yep. Right now. How many games does he win, and does he throw more touchdowns than interceptions? If I'm... Talking offense strictly, because right now, if I'm talking about them winning games, you have to mention their defense, and I don't think that their defense can hold up a lot of teams that they'd be playing, but strictly talking offense with uh, Brock Osweiler, Underhelm, I think that they'd be able to snag. Uh, I'd have to look at their strength of schedule, but maybe <coughs> four or five games. I really don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, I... Let me see here. I'm trying to pull up the schedule. <coughs> but uh, it's... It's kind of, I, I think if Osweiler starts, he's going to suck. I really do. Like, it's, you know, look, look at this team as they stand right now. Do you really think Osweiler would lead this team to five wins? Based on, based on his play last year with well, the Texans. With, without prior now, I would say no, because I'm not as high on Kenny Britt as you. I really don't think. How high do you value the wide receiver position? I think it's pretty... Pretty valuable. I mean, when you're talking about the success of a quarterback, their job is to get the ball in playmakers' hands. Do you know what them letting Pryor walk that usually says to me? What? They don't believe in the value of a wide receiver. Like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Uh, and, I mean, it's also, you're putting wide receiver in quotation marks because that was the first full season that Pryor yeah. played the position. And, I mean, he's one of those just... Uh, I guess like an ace spades guy where you really don't know what he's going to do. He's seen, he, he could go either way. It could be an upside. It could be a loss. I wonder about his like sideline antics this year too mm-hmm. and his like, you know, little like public yeah. media spats with receivers yeah, and, he's, he's and with corners. Yeah, and he's and, like, pouting and stuff. It's, and it's, I question if that played it. into the Browns' decision mm-hmm. on this. Um, I personally know. liked it. A guy that's fired up. Yeah, and it, it was a nice spark in a mm-hmm. one in fifteen season. He yeah. was he was like the reason. Sometimes I tuned in on something. Yeah, he, yeah. Was the he, he wanted to win, and I mean, you could tell by the games. He sometimes put the team on his back and kept him in the games. Yeah, and but, but the one thing I, I do like that he landed in Washington because I think that him with Kirk Cousins now that they just lost to Sean Jackson and Pierre Garcon that is a dumpster fire. No, yeah, for sure. But I think that those two are going to connect for at least a thousand yard season. Right. I can see. All right. Yeah, I mean, he had what, five quarterbacks throw passes to him last six, year? Six, yeah. Five or six? Yeah. Uh, that's that's incredible. Yeah. I so, mean, it is. Uh, he, it he, is. He's going to have some stability. I, I'm giving. Just Kirk Cousins is their guy. I'm, I, I don't think that they're going to trade him. I think that's all smoke screens right now. The 49er talk. I don't believe in it. Me neither. Yeah, I think uh, I don't but think that their ownership. It was Snyder. rumored that the Jets were going to try to trade out of six. How would that impact like the Browns? You know, because what yeah. if a team slides in there that wants a quarterback? Well, I think that's fine. You just then you just draft defense at twelve or try to yeah. trade twelve in a, in a Garoppolo yeah. deal. Yeah, I mean, if you can go if, for if that Garoppolo swing, deal, like, yeah. Uh, I now with the Garoppolo deal, I'm really. I don't want to give up that 12. I mean, we have five second-round picks between this year and next season. I think they've got enough firepower without a first-rounder. Would you offer them 
three second round picks for Brock or not uh, <laughs> <laughs> for Brock Osweiler. Is this the running guys? For, for, <laughs> no, uh, like that. no, for Jimmy no, Garoppolo? No. You wouldn't offer them three second round picks for Jimmy Garoppolo? I really think that asking Two price, second round picks. Yes, yes. Two second round picks. There's no way now we're going to get Jimmy Garoppolo if you're GM then. Yeah. If, if I'm GM, I'm throwing... Well, that's, a first that's, and a second. that's the thing is that I just I value Jimmy Garoppolo, but not. I'm doing the twelve and one of those five seconds because I'm, you still I still haven't seen enough out of Jimmy Garoppolo. But think about it: we trade that uh, number twelve overall pick, and then we give them the 2018 first round pick that we acquired from the Texans in the Osweiler deal, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I think that's a very enticing package. And we're not losing one of our you know core picks, to, so to speak. We're just giving away a pick that we spent sixteen million on. So essentially. We spent sixteen million trying to get Jimmy Garoppolo. If the mm. Patriots were to accept the, that offer eventually, yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen until draft day. Yeah, that that would definitely be a draft day trade, and I don't know. Uh, I really don't believe that the Pats are going to trade him away, especially with their really solid uh, free agency period that they already had. I mean, we talked about. It. I think I picked up Dwayne Allen and Brandon Cooks for uh, yeah, Tom they- Brady to be thrown to. Stephon Gilmore. They don't. They don't have a first round pick, or they don't have a first, second, or yeah. third round pick this mm-hmm. year. I, but doesn't but, that when I, but also when I'm looking at the roster, I don't see any holes. Malcolm Butler's throwing a fit. I think the Browns should say, "Hey, we'll give you Hayden and a second for Malcolm Butler." Yeah, I mean, there, <laughs> that, there's definitely there's a lot of. I think players will be moved. Say, on yeah, say, take out, say to the it Patriots. Seems, yeah. It seems like a lot of GMs have been pulling the trigger this off season, and I mean, we've seen some moves that were. Just, I guess, unprecedented, like the Brock Osweiler move. Nobody would seen that before. That was a pure NBA deal. Mm-hmm. That was an NBA deal. Yeah, we just bought the... It was beautiful. Yeah, they, just it bought was the contract, just, yeah. got the second rounder. All right, well, let's just kind of, you know... That was a crazy first day of free agency, so let's kind of go through all that we added. You know, we already did, but let's recap it. We got Zeitler, Treader, Britt, and we lost. Oh yeah, you see Poirier today signed up yeah. four year, thirteen million dollar contract, and uh, six million guaranteed with Buffalo. I'm fine with that. I say I they, say they don't have the safety that they need on the roster. But right it's now. gonna be a damn shame to not have Rachel Bush in Cleveland anymore. His yeah. his girlfriend, <laughs> great Instagram model. Um, but uh, Poirier will. I don't know. I think he's gonna flame out in Buffalo. But yeah, I mean, he's. I don't think he'll start there. He four, was, year, four year, thirteen million. That's a very small contract. Uh, I mean, I said he's for him though. Yeah. I, that's yeah. yeah. He found somewhere. He played hard here. Uh, Steven, uh, I don't pay. Know, move, on, move on. And then yeah, Pereira. Well, yeah. that's a gross picture. Yeah, why did that just pop up? I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> now you have literally been publicly just voicing your opinion that you do not want to draft one of these three quarterbacks. Not at all. Are you, like, I don't. I don't understand that. I, I'm yeah. saying if they're there in the second. There round, is a first rounder quarterback in like every draft that's successful. When has there been like multiple busts? Like, that's, actually, uh, that's, that's an that, ignorant that's, statement. That's the that's Blake Bortles draft, right but there. But Cam Newton was in that draft. Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Not with Blake Bortles. Not with Blake Bortles, but uh, Blake Bortles was in it with uh, what Manziel, Carr, Bridgewater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, so there was. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, right there. There's, but, but there's a lot even, of times. But you're even against like using one in the second round. No, but I'm, I know. I'm saying if you statistically look at first round quarterbacks, there are far more that fail when they're picked in the first round, and it is. I, I don't know. It, I just really don't see the Browns swinging and hitting this time with all these guys in the draft. I mean, Trubinsky barely got any playing time in college. Watson definitely is the candidate that I like the most. I think that he's pretty solid, but 
I don't see him. I see him as almost an Alex Smith type guy in the NFL. Probably not even in the top fifteen. Who are we talking about right now? Watson. Watson. Oh, ooh, ooh. No, really. Yeah, I don't. You see him as a top fifteen quarterback in five years in the NFL. Absolutely. I don't. I mean, he, 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 he he's he's no. the one I believe in. He, he I think Mitch great. Trubisky could be the most, you know, I think he I think could Trubisky. be the best, but he has to go to the right situation. And okay. he, he can't be rushed. Yeah. He played one year in North I think he has the biggest bust written all over him, Trubisky. Yeah, I think he... Mitchell. We can't call him Oh, Mitch. Mitchell. Mitchell. I think... <laughs> uh, Jesus. I think Mitchell will... If it, it, He just can't be rushed. Because, I mean, I I think he has the highest risk if somebody, you know, flunks up his, de- his development mm. and... But I actually just looked up because I was like kind of curious if like your little statement about statistically the first round quarterbacks mm-hmm. was true, and it is. Yeah. Um, this thing that came out in uh, two thousand fifteen uh, said forty five quarterbacks chosen in the first round over the previous sixteen drafts, and seventeen of these quarterbacks thirty eight percent have won a playoff game. That was in uh, Cleveland dot com from two thousand fifteen. So, yeah, and 16 I, out of the 45 have winning records as starters during the regular season. But, is that, so but, that that's, really but that's higher than probably drafting one in any other round. Yeah, Think yeah, about I, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know it's less, yeah, less yeah, than 50 That's true, but I'm just saying, and I mean, I know you hate when I bring this up because it's old regimes, but look at the Browns' previous first-round picks. All the ones that, all the previous regimes, their downfalls have been reaching on a first-round quarterback. And I think at number 12, with all the talent that's in this draft... What are you talking about? You we hit up Brady Quinn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's an absolute home run. <laughs> and uh same Manzel and Whedon and I could just and Cal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, just all the failures and I really think that at twelve, you look at this draft two, three however many years down the line, past twelve, they're gonna say, Wow, once again the Browns were idiots for not picking. Boom. And I mean you could say that for every draft when there's redrafts, but it's so much worse when you reach on a quarterback, and that's what truly gets people fired. And I think that this is the year that it's too early to uh, just go for a first-round quarterback. I mean, we talked about the quarterbacks that are going to be there next season, potentially. I mean, you start off with Sam Darnold from, yeah, from uh, USC. And I, I just want to say, I, I would... I, I want to make it clear, I would not personally be upset if we didn't draft a quarterback in the first mm-hmm. round, but... I think it's quite, I think it's unrealistic to think we're not going to draft a quarterback in the first or no. second round. I I say that you don't touch that with a five foot pole. Honestly, and I he, think that no, yeah, I think that you do get a guy if there's a Davis Webb there in the third yeah. or fourth round. What about I, the second? I don't think what about in the second? I think second is too high because right now they have so many holes on defense, and still, I mean, now they need to get another wide receiver. I even say in a tight end, like there's still so many holes on this team. I think if you truly build them up just like what the Raiders did before they went out and got Derek Carr, just like the Vikings did before the Teddy Bridgewater downfall. I mean, they all built up their teams the year before through the draft on defense, really bolster that defense with young guys, the Khalil Max, Anthony Bars. That's what I think Miles Garrett's going to be. Uh, potential, uh, whoever they end up getting at 12, I think they should go with another defensive guy, build that core, let them just roam, get a straight year of development, and then draft your guy next year. I think that's the absolute best move. I don't think Hugh Jackson would lose his job if he waits one more season. I mean, he's only but, played but one if, season. I, I, I keep saying this over and mm-hmm. over again, and I know I sound like a broken record, but what if we go 0-6 to start the year next year, or 0-7, 0-8, then all really, of a sudden he's 1-21, 1-22, 1-23 as a Browns coach, and you cannot convince me that Jimmy Haslam is steady-handed enough to 
not like pull the trigger there. I, I, I really I'm nervous. Don't, I'm I, nervous. I really don't think that that would happen, honestly, because I think that that was expected of the Browns when he took over as coach. They knew that this was going to be a rebuilding process. I mean, just like the 76ers, you got to trust the process. It doesn't take one season to just go from – one in 15 to, oh, like we're potential contender for the playoffs. That just doesn't happen. That's unlikely, even with one good draft, because then you're talking about rookies. These guys have never played the NFL level game. It takes a little bit to get acclimated. So I think even with a really solid draft, uh, Cody Kessler out there, say they get a Deshaun Watson. I mean, I don't think that you still win more than four or five games next season. It's a rebuilding no, process. No, no, no. But I think that's more for Hugh Jackson to point to, to mm. like keep his job and say, hey, we're developing this kid on the bench. Yeah. Or say, hey, we're going to put him in soon. I think it's more of a chip to buy more time if you're mm. a head coach. Think about yeah, it. Yeah. See, I, I think well, when you draft a quarterback in the first round, you have like a two- or three-year clock right mm. there. I, I, I believe that. Because yeah. you're attached to the hip to that guy. That's your, that's your partner mm. in crime. You fail on that pick. You fail as the head coach of that franchise. Unless you win games, you know, in spite of, despite of it, that's I mean that's Bill O'Brien and mm. uh, uh, Houston. I mean he has not had a quarterback and he's had made the playoffs back to back years. Um, so I think he wants to start that clock. Mm. I, I think he wants to get his guy, whoever he you know pegs in this draft as his man. I think he wants to get that guy and start that clock. Now. But you don't see that as he already spent a third rounder on Kessler last year. You don't Kessler. I mean, I don't think he's the guy, but that right now is Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson guy. has repeatedly said that pick. he wants to have the best quarterback room in football. Mm-hmm. Now that requires having more than one good quarterback. Yeah, definitely. Look at the Patriots. They have Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, the the undisputed best quarterback room mm-hmm. in football. And I think Hugh Jackson wants to develop something similar than that. So I think drafting a heady guy like. Cody Kessler, mm-hmm. he may not have the physical tools, and I'm pretty hard on him because I don't believe on him and his ability to yeah. you know, take the Browns to where they need to be. But I think he's a fantastic backup and a great bridge quarterback for this mm-hmm. season. But that's not Hugh Jackson's guy to ride or die with. Oh, I yeah, mean, a third-round yeah. pick. And, you, I, you and I definitely don't think that either. But I think when you think as a – like thinking like Jimmy Haslam, last year he just spent a top 100 pick on Cody Kessler. I think if you do that two years in a row on a quarterback, then that's when you know that you have a problem. So I think that they should lean more towards that third, fourth round pick. Maybe they get another guy with that first, third, or the only third round pick, like Davis Webb. I don't think that would be a bad move, and I don't think that that would put Hugh in danger. I mean, that's a guy that you could develop, like you were saying, that Jimmy Garoppolo. But um, I just don't think that if they roll with the first round pick this year, then that is really accelerating Hugh Jackson's clock of if this kid doesn't win right now we just spent a first round pick that's valued so highly in the NFL top 15 I mean teams would give an arm and a leg for that and if you just I don't disagree with that I don't disagree with that and like I said I'm not saying the Browns should draft Mm -hmm. a quarterback I'm just saying I would understand if it happened and I kind of expect it to happen Mm -hmm. especially if Deshaun Watson is sitting there at 12 yeah, I don't really. If he's not and, there at twelve, I think they're going defense one hundred percent. I definitely do agree with you. I think that that is the move for them. If they do it, then I totally I'm behind them one hundred percent. But I just think 
and want to say to the Browns fans that it's not the end of the world if they don't go for a really high quarterback and wait one more season because they could build something very good. They have the most picks in the next two seasons, and they could really build something special if they keep their picks. You know, I, I think you have Jamar Taylor opposite of Joe Hayden at the moment. Hopefully Joe Hayden – Greg Williams seems to believe that Joe Hayden – has just been, you know, beat down by injuries. And hopefully yeah. he can have a bounce, you know, bounce yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like, I, I hopefully like he Williams is telling yeah. the truth. And, I like Joe Hayden. But I think you have a Greg Williams coach defense, and you have Jamie Collins here, Christian Kirksey, Emmanuel mm. Ogba, add Miles Garrett, yeah. Danny Shelton in the middle. Potential cornerback. And you signed Tyvis Pell from, like, off waivers from Seattle, yeah. which I thought was a great addition. Yeah, you think he would potentially start? I think he could potentially start. Yeah. You know, he's a big yeah, guy. Too, he yeah. is a big dude. Um, and I mean, we do have some question marks in our secondary. And let's let's throw Malik Hooker in there. Let's say we yeah, get Hooker at twelve. Yeah, say, or so, uh, Marshawn Lattimore from OSU. I mean, hey, T. Tabor from I, we Florida. We won't get him, but Jamal Adams again. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think he'll be there. Yeah, I don't like, think he'll yeah. be there. I don't even know if Hooker will be there because he's a really good fit for the Titans. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's some guys that if you look at them right there at twelve, even on offense, we said uh, O.J. Howard. I mean, the Browns could really use a tight end right now, an offensive look. Uh, if someone like Mike Williams is even there, I mean, he could be a stud as well. There's these guys that I wouldn't mind if the Browns ended up swinging a different direction. I mean, they have so many different so, so, needs. Where would you draft O.J. Howard at 12? I think I don't think that he would be there at uh, 33. No, neither do I. I was just uh, and I, I think that's... I, just, I, think that's, I, I would like O.J. That, Howard. Like, I just think picking him at 12 yeah, maybe like too. fool's gold a yeah, little bit. me too. But that's... I think that'd be more of a Browns picking a need position right now more so than a best player available. Gary Barnage, as much yeah, as I don't think I mean, like Gary, yeah, and he, I think OJ, like Gary and is, I is think no OJ Howard with this offense, you put him with a, block. Yeah, with a Corey Coleman, Kenny Britt, put him on that line, and he's big and can catch, almost in the mold of a Gronkowski, but he's not obviously at that level yet, or I don't know if he'd ever get to that level, but... He's he looks like he could. Grog be really seems good. a little more athletic than an OJ Howard mm-hmm. type, but yeah. I definitely understand what I you're saying. I think OJ Howard ran a four five or four six. Wee. Yeah, for no yeah for a six five six four tight end. I mean, he's actually pretty athletic. That's a movie. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. He got kind of hidden in that Alabama offense, like a lot of guys do, because Ridley. Yeah, they have so many options, and they're a running offense. They have so many yeah. stipulations for That's running back guys. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be interesting, and, and we can talk all day about this quarterback debate, mm-hmm. and you're never gonna get an answer, or we're never gonna get you know anywhere. And could, do, do you mind if I just do a quick rundown of these 2018 quarterbacks? Go for it. If go they, for it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Right if there. they if they wait one more year, uh, they got we started off with uh, Sam Darno. Darnell, <laughs> uh, USC. You'll hear his name a lot soon. Uh, threw for almost 3,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, completed nearly 70% of his passes. Um, what was that? Um, it, it's, it's, it's just, I watched the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. with uh, Sam, Sam Darnell against uh, McSorley for uh, Penn State, mm-hmm. and both those guys look good. McSorley looked a little rough, and I don't think he's going to come out of Penn State next year, and I don't even know what he'd be projected at. Yeah. That kid has a cannon. And Darno. Yeah, he was one of their see, honorable that, mentions. That, this is honestly why I am okay with skipping on a quarterback, because I mm. think if he comes out and we can get him... Yeah, and I mean, they. I know you're not as high as him. Josh Rosen, UCLA, if he decides to <sighs> leave... He was injured last year, so I mean, it really depends on his season this year. If he comes back and puts up numbers like his true freshman season, Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State, 6'5", 235, 
completed 63% of his passes, 28 touchdowns to four picks. Uh, I mean, you're looking at a few guys that could – Josh Allen from Wyoming. A few guys I, that I, I watched that. Bowl, that I watched uh, Josh game. Allen's bowl game. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I, th- I think it was and he's Yeah, he's then, another big guy. I mean, and he, I think he's been starting his entire career uh, at with, Wyoming. Yeah, with Wyoming. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's he, He's a little bit too much of an unknown for me, and especially because – you know, 28 touchdowns, 15 interceptions at that mm-hmm. level. I, I don't know. He's a little similar to he, Carson Wentz. Yeah, Lentz, exactly. But. It really depends on what he puts up this season. But there's a few guys that are going to be in that first-round discussion next year. And I'm just saying if – I mean, the Browns obviously have the draft firepower already for next season to go up and pull the trigger on a number one pick or anything if they see their guy. And I think next year has a much higher probability of there being that guy than this season's quarterbacks. And who's to say? You yeah, know, I yeah, mean, everybody, everybody's yeah. been right and everybody's been wrong mm. on an entire draft before. Yeah. I mean, it's happened. I mean, there's been guys, you know, that they said, oh, they reached to get that quarterback. And, you know. And I'm not truly dissing. I do think that if any one of these top three guys in this draft, Trubinsky, Watson, or Kaiser, is really groomed right, they could be good quarterbacks. But I think it's better as an organization to build the rest of your team before you focus strictly on that quarterback position. I want a drafted quarterback to have an established team around him already so he can get plugged into the system and learn from there I, instead I, of a rebuild because that throws quarterbacks into a rough position sometimes. But don't you think the money we invested in the offensive line and you know, getting Kenny Britt to replace Pryor, I know they're not the same player and they don't do exactly mm. the same things at that position, but... You don't think that's enough for a quarterback, to, a rookie quarterback, to maybe come in mid-season and right the ship, or you know, attempt to right right the ship this year? Like, I mean, you don't I, think a Deshaun really, Watson could step in and I really be semi-successful? I really don't think unless they add a first or second round wide receiver talent. I, I don't mean, right think now, the wide there's... receiver position is that valuable. I, I, I don't. I think if you look around the mm-hmm. NFL, look at all the great years wide receivers have had with. But I mean, you look at you look teams. at the years like when the Browns pass on Julio Jones. There's, I know. There's those guys. But what's AJ, what success have the Falcons had guys. other than making it to the Super Bowl this year? And I know that's a lot of success. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. That I know, is, I know, is, I know going yeah, to the overtime in the Super Bowl yeah. is a lot of success. But, I mean, but, but, but he had a lot of great Jones. years. He had yeah. a lot of great years before where they were shitty. Yeah, you know? but he's their offense. That, that was mainly if the Falcons needed a defensive identity and they built it through last year's draft and they had. I think four guys on defense starting as rookies, and they were absolutely amazing. So it really just depends. And once they figured out that defense, they started winning. So I think that's another just case to point out for the Browns to just pick defense, stock up in this draft, wait to get your guy, and then focus on an offensive draft. So do you, so if I think the wide wide receiver position is overvalued, you think the quarterback position in the present day NFL is overvalued? Is that what you're telling me? I don't think that the quarterback is overvalued. They're still the number one guy that you want to get on your team. It's just right now, I don't think it's the right time. I think it's to trust the process, and you need to build the team first before you go after that guy. So yours is more based just on your sole your 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 opinion of the quarterbacks in this in this class. Yeah, and I mean just based on, I guess other teams that have been close to this situation, like the Raiders, just watching them rebuild. It's Normally, build your team first and then get the guy to acclimate to your system. Would you be upset if they picked a quarterback at 33? Not if it's one of those top three guys. If it's a Mahomes, Dobbs, uh, Davis Webb, I think that's too high. Okay. All right. I, I, I disagree. I, I think 
I, I just I want Hugh to do what what Hugh wants to do, mm-hmm. and if he believes in a guy, you see, if that's a different question, if you ask about the fifty second pick, I think that's different okay. because if okay. they if they get three guys before that that are pretty solid, then you're already filling up holes on your team. So that I I wouldn't be as mad in that situation, but I think when you're looking at the thirty third best player in the draft, and the Browns current roster where they could use guys almost at every level of the defense and you could still use some guys on offense. We talked about that right tackle position. You're not as high on it. They could use a wide receiver, even for depth right now. They don't have that much uh, tight end. Uh, I think that they're fine at running back. You're looking at a quarterback maybe later in the draft, in my opinion, but uh, they still have other holes that they could fix. I think if you were going to start a team, the first thing you would do is name Cody Kessel your starting quarterback. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so... No, 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 no. It's, I'm not that high on Cody Kessler. It's just... I'm not saying, oh, you make this guy your franchise. It's just right now, let, just let him start one season. I don't expect much out of the Browns this season. I'll say it. I don't think that they're going to win that many games. And I don't think that they should honestly even... I mean, you have to be focused on winning games, but... I mean, if they're losing, it's not the end of the world. It's all, in my opinion, a development year. And say you were saying, what if Hugh starts off 0-6 in the season? It's a different question depending on how the games are played. I think if they're coming in competitive every game, they're losing these games by a touchdown, a field goal, a few points. I don't think that's a big deal as long as they're competitive and showing and showing stretches. We lost a lot of close games early, early in the year last year. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And that's why I think they should have had a better season than 1 in 15. And a lot of people say that they had they underperformed for sure. And I mean, that's not saying that their last year roster was an absolute shit, but they still they gutted that thing. I've never yeah. seen it. I mean, even when the Raiders did it and the Jaguars it, Yeah, this was that was they, one of the more teams brutal. have done it, but mm-hmm. this was Whoa. I mean, remember remember talking about the roster last year? Yeah. Before the season? I mean, I remember, you know, being at work and we were just like, we have nothing. nothing. Yeah. It was so bare. Mm-hmm. Like it, That's almost like talking about the San Fran 49ers uh, quarterback situation a couple, like last week before they even got uh, Hoyer. They had no quarterback on the roster. I mean, the Browns just literally had no depth anywhere. You couldn't you couldn't name who was actually going to start because you had a group full of mediocre guys. How many times has a team kept every single one of their draft picks on their roster? Like never. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, maybe I think somebody said like the Seahawks did it a few years ago, but the, the the Browns drafted like what fourteen guys. And yeah, they kept. They kept every mm-hmm. single one. Yeah. And they ended up cutting one guy, or like putting one guy on the practice squad, mm-hmm. or that corner if you redrafted him, but yeah, on the practice squad, and that's un, that's unbelievable. Though. Yeah. I mean, they, rookies, yeah, like, like the valve. I mean, they had a lot of guys that nobody else would have even kept on. I mean, maybe they were practice squad guys. You but... know, and the jury's still out on that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm going to withhold my judgment because I don't think any... It's very rare a guy immediately just steps in and is a pro bowler. Yeah, I mean, steps I, in and I personally think level. when you're looking at last season's draft, the only guys that you're really looking at are... Uh, I mean, Coleman, he had a really okay season. Spencer Drango, he's like, he's a backup offensive line. Yeah, I mean, you don't really... Sean I, Coleman, I think he could be the starting right tackle. Yeah, I don't know how many guys are actually going to stick with this squad, though, down the line, which is also something that I'm saying with Hugh is that makes his clock start ticking because he already had one really bad draft. This year's set up for more, but he really needs to 
swing this one out of the park, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more, and, you know, until then we can go back and forth, and, you know, I'm sure there'll be more in the uh, rumor mill to talk about. Uh, next time uh, we'll uh, focus more on the Cavs, we'll discuss what's going on mm-hmm. with them, but, you know, that kind of wraps up Just our Just got that discussion. Larry Sanders, boy. Yeah, we got Larry Sanders. Goggles you know. coming to the charge. Yeah, playing, I, we got to go see a charge <laughs> game. Now. That, 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 yeah, we got to see the goggles, but, um, yeah, he's going to be practicing with the mm-hmm. Cavs. So we'll dig into that. We'll dig into the Cavs' struggles since Kevin Love yep. got here, um, and, hey, Later, Bryce. Uh, Later, Habs. Catch you later.